There's power in the name of There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble At the sound of that name Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Wow! Come on, appreciate God's servant. Appreciate God's servant. Appreciate God's servant. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Nessing the church. Hmm? Nessing the church. Nessing is so important that it is a whole profession. It's a whole profession. And Dr. Kujo has taught us the importance of nursing our churches to cause our churches to grow. If we don't pay the price to nurse our churches, that church will not even survive, let alone for it to grow. Look, God bless you for that powerful word. Clap your hands for the Lord and you may be seated. What a way. Are we being blessed? How many of you since morning you are becoming full? Amen? So when you hear an experienced pastor who has built a church pastoring 3,000 people talking. So he's not giving a speech. And that is why we are here. We are here to learn how to grow our churches. And that was an amazing session that we had. Dr. Anthony, could you God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, the good news is that Dr. Antolukujo is with us. He's not, he's not finished at all. Alright, so he's going to have some other sessions as the conference goes on. And so it's going to be amazing. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I'll, I'm going to do a little session and then after that we'll close for today. But uh, before I do that, I want to introduce us to sources of wisdom. Sources of wisdom. 
Hallelujah. I, I get what I'm saying. Yeah, because in the morning, one of the things that we learned was that we need to have wisdom. Is that also to build mega churches? And wisdom is something that you have to strive for. Amen. Hmm? Hallelujah. And so, I want to introduce to you books and devices and equipments that we have here that we need to get. Um, but I want, you to, I want you to come with me to Revelation chapter 10. Revelation chapter 10 and from verse 8. Let's even pick it from verse 1. And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. So here Reverend Apostle John eh, saw an angel a very powerful angel Clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. Hey. I mean, not a small type of angel. Mighty angel. May the Lord send a mighty angel to you. Amen. mighty angel that was sent to John. What did he have? What did this mighty angel have that was going to be beneficial to Pastor John? Was it money? Was it visa? Was it a wonderful car? The things that we love even as pastors? A wonderful house. I mean, this mighty angel. And I saw eh, another mighty angel. <laughs> Look at verse 2. And he had in his hand a little book opened. And he set his right foot upon the sea. And his left foot on the air. Can you imagine an angel 
as this. Me and my Kologono boy, so we, we have our beach here. An angel with one foot in the sea and the other one on land. You can imagine the sight. That, that is why he, he, he said a mighty angel. But why did this mighty angel come? Why would God send such a mighty angel? And, and, and for such an angel, you would expect him to come with something also very, very, something very big. I mean, the size of the angel itself should tell you that he must come with something so big that maybe we'll need 50,000 people to carry. But the Bible says, and he had in his hand a little book. <laughs> a little book. the conference, books have been spread around. We don't even look at them. But God had time to send a mighty angel from heaven and what was in his hand? A little book. A little book. Continue. Continue. And he cried with a loud voice as when a lion roared. And when he had cried, seven tenders uttered their voices. Hey! Yes? And when the seven tenders had uttered their voices, I was about to write. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven tenders uttered and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swore by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the earth and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that therein are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer. But in the days of the voice of the servant angel when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished, as he had declared to his servant the prophet. And the voice which I heard from heaven spoke unto me again and said, Go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. Now watch this. He heard the voice of this mighty angel. Tendering. Things were said that he was prevented from writing. Things were happening every time this angel tended. But none of those things were important for him according to God. 
there was only one thing that was important. As long as God was concerned. What was that? And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said, go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. Wow. Passes. One of the things that God wants you to have to be a powerful source of wisdom for you is a book. It's a book. It's a book. It's a book. Amen. One of the things that uh, Bishop Dark teaches in this book, The Art of Leadership, all right, one of the leadership principles, he says, spend any amount of money to buy a book. And he goes on to explain why a leader must read. One of the reasons why a leader must read is because a leader knows that in the book, in the book that he's reading, are information, ideas, strategies, wisdom keys that are necessary for his life work. A leader also knows that before somebody will write such a book, he has done a lot of research. And instead of going to sit down to do research, he can benefit from all the labors of the person. A book would give you something that may take you a long time for you yourself to go and find. And yet, one of the things that pastors and pastors are leaders we don't like to do is to buy books. And even when we buy them, we don't read them. We don't read them. (laughs) Now, a leader who does not read cannot lead. A leader who does not read cannot lead and should not lead. And then, now the next one is West. A leader who does not read is no different from an illiterate who does not, who cannot read. Amen. Books are so powerful. Your thinking, your knowledge, your wisdom, 
eh, your ability to do the ministry will go so high from the information that you get from a book. That is why when God sent a powerful angel whose one foot was in the sea and one on earth, an angel that when he speaks, tenders come. The mysteries of God are revealed. God said, look, forget, forget about all those things that we are seeing. There's only one benefit you can get from this angel. You go and take the book that is in his hand. Amen? Amen? A book will help you to educate yourself. The information in a book will quickly bring you to the level of the person who wrote it. The information in the book will quickly bring you to the level of the person who wrote it. Hallelujah. Now, I'm just explaining something to you. Why you must value a book? Because all the books here and many more, you must acquire them as a pastor. A pastor must have a huge library. Do you understand it? Yeah. An amazing thing in having a library is that you may even think you don't need the books, but you know, from time to time, the Lord just leads you to this, leads you to that, leads you to this, leads you to that, and they become beneficial to you. Now, let's go on. Continue. And I went unto the angel and said unto him, give me the little book. And he said unto me, take it. <laughs> take it. And eat it. It is not enough to just take the book. But you must eat it. In other words, the book must enter you. <laughs> yeah. Look, there are many people here who have been struggling with something in your ministry. Meanwhile, there's a book on your shelf that has the solution. It's been, it's been there for five years. It's been there for five years. But the reason why it has not benefited you is because you have not eaten the book. But I see you beginning to eat books. Amen. And the money that you use to go to restaurant to eat for one day. If you use that same money to buy a book, the information in the book, when you apply it, will promote you and bless you for you to eat many, 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 many more days. I'd like to say it again. If you have 50 Ghana cities and you go and sit at a restaurant to eat it, all the 50. It's finished. But that same 50 
If you have bought a book, the information in the book that you acquire and apply in your ministry will let you have more money, more the fifty you have it many more times. And therefore, you can eat for many more days and many more weeks and many more months and many more years. So the angel told John, take the book, but make sure that you eat it. And it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. What does he mean? What does he mean? Please sit down. (laughs) Now, this is what it means. This is what it means. If you buy the mega church book, the information here, the teachings here, the strategies here. In fact, in one of the chapters, I think chapter 14 or 15, you know, Bishop Dad talks about 14 special church good principles. Special principles. The principle of the multiplied CDM pastor. The principle of maximize Sunday usage. The principle of the person X oriented church. The principle of small groups. The principle of using technology and statistics. The principle of dynamic services. Different principles. Different principles. They are all here. Now, when you start to study, it will be in your mouth sweet. What, what you are learning, what you are learning, it will be nice. All the things that you are hearing, as you are hearing, they are nice. But when you begin to implement them, you will see that they are not as easy. They are not as easy as you are hearing or as you are reading. So in your stomach, when the thing enters, the things that we are saying. Dr. Kujo is talking about nursing. Being patient. Do you understand it? No stealing people's sheep. It sounds nice. But when we are in your church, one day I, I, I visited one of our churches. You know? And I've, I've gone there. That was my second time. The first time I went there, the church was small. And this time when I came, it had grown quite big. So I said, ah, how? The pastor explained that some members had a problem in their church and left and moved as a block to the church. And remember what Dr. Kujo told us. When you go and put 10,000 blocks on your land, it's not a house. And they can easily be stolen. So I told him, brother, your church has not grown. Truly, truly, after some time, he told me, this one has left, this one has left, this one has left, this one has left. You know? So, when you read the books, listen to the messages, they are nice. But when it enters your belly, the real application of it, the real application of it, is not as nice. But, it is part of the process. 
to go through that pain. For shall a nation be caused to be brought forth in a day? Who has had such a thing? You must experience some pain. Many pastors don't want to go through the pain of nursing and growing the church. So eat it. But that's why, take it, eat it. But I want to warn you, in your mouth, it will be sweet like honey. But when it enters your belly, eh, and it shall make that belly bitter. Continue. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, now listen. Your belly is bitter. You have gone through the pain. <laughs> the information in the book the information in the book in your mouth in your mouth when you are reading it, it's sweet but the practical application of it is not easy it's painful it's painful you have to suffer but you must be ready to go through that why? because because Go back, go back, go back, go back. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Yes? And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again. Now, preaching, preaching is prophesying. To prophesy is to speak under divine inspiration. So, since morning, we have been prophesying. It means we have been speaking under divine inspiration. Now watch. What is the result of the book that you have ate? The book that you have ate is now going to make you a certain type of minister. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. So true books, true books, true books, you are going to become a minister that number one prophesies before many people. It means you are going to be preaching to a lot of people. The, the, the wisdom in a book tells you. Tells you. Listen. If you want to carry an anointing one of the things that you have to do is that your vessel must change. Your container must change. Yeah. So for example, if you want to carry the, the anointing of a pastor and you are melancholic by temperament, that you are very 
calculating, very righteous. Everything must be. When you say the service starts at 6.30, anybody that comes at 6.35 should go home. You close the door. Now, all fornicators, all fornicators have two chances. First fornication, back of the church. Second fornication, out of the church. Now, based on this temperament, you cannot carry the anointing of a pastor. Because for you to be a pastor, you must have a big heart. You must look at the fornicator, the chronic fornicator, and say, look, you see, it's not good. What you are doing is not good. You answer, try and change. Pray that the Lord will help you, okay? Try and do your best. Is it okay? And let them sit in the church and pray for them and encourage and keep on preaching the word and believing that through the teaching of the word, the Lord himself will bring conviction. When they brought the woman caught in adultery, they said this one, Jesus, not that. They said, they say, real. Real. Jesus still said, it's okay. Let's give you another chance. Let's give you another chance. Eating of books is one of the ways your vessel changes for you to be able to carry a powerful anointing that causes you to be able to preach to many people. Many people. Yeah. It's one of the things that a book does. Please sit down. Is that a book gives you latitude. Ability to think widely. You see, you are, you are a pastor, but you are able to discuss issues. You know, you are able to bring some, you understand a bit of everything. Eh? Yeah. So that the doctors are comfortable in your church. The lawyers are comfortable in your church. The carpenters are comfortable in your church. The fishermen are comfortable in your church. I mean, you, 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 you are, you are broad-minded. Amen? Amen. And, and that is one of the principles of church growth here. The principle of the scholarly pastor. The scholarly pastor. If a pastor, it's important for you, for you to listen to the news. To, to read the papers. To read books. For you to, to expand your understanding of issues. It's always like just pray. When you get up all the time, you're praying in tongues. When your people bring the real issues of life, they expect that you'll be able to make an intelligent input and suggestion. So a book, you know, changes your vessel and helps you to be a type of minister that can minister to all kinds of people. A lot of people. That's the first one. And number two, a nation's. Nations. To preach to nations means now you have become an international minister. An international minister. 
Marriage in Abuko. This year alone, I've been invited, you know, to a couple of countries. This same thing that I'm teaching you, the knowledge that I acquired through the book has turned me into an international minister. God didn't call you only to that area. You have four levels of your ministry. The Jerusalem ministry, the Judea ministry, the Samaria ministry, and then other parts. The utmost parts. One of the things that will help you to move is a book. You see, that's why God sent a mighty angel. I mean, an angel that is so huge. Such a frightening angel. And what did he bring? A little book. And in fact, the Bible was specific. It didn't say a book. It said a little book. May you receive a little book that will change your life. May God open your eyes to a little book that will change your ministry. Amen? And nations and tongues you, 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 you prophesy before Many peoples and nations and tongues. That is different languages. Different languages. (laughs) So the one bishop that goes on the crusade, after speaking, he has to wait for three people to interpret what he has said before he continues. He has fulfilled this prophecy. May you fulfill it. But, but it's not just lifting up your hand, amen. Oh. I am showing you how you can become that. Get the books. They, they, they are not just displays. I mean, that the stage is not nice. So we have used some books, you know. To, no, 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 no. They are for you. These, these books, as they are seated there, placed there. Only one message is coming out of them. Get me. And eat me. Get me. And eat me. Get me. And eat me. I will do you good. I will do you good. A pastor sat in his hall. A pastor. It's a real testimony. God's book sat in his hall. He and the wife studied this book and implemented everything just as Bishop Doug taught in it and grew a mega church. At the time that they were giving their testimony, within a short period, they have grown a church to 800. Today, I don't know what it is. Yeah. There are fantastic testimonies all over about people who have eaten these books. Hallelujah. Are you here and go home? I'm just trying to explain to you why you must get the books. Amen. Yes. Wow. Please sit down. 
He said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. And kings. You will stand before kings and minister. All toward the effects of a little book that an angel brought up. Amen? So that is the power of a book. That is what a book can change you into. Somebody who ministers to a lot of people. It's one of the things that Dr. Kujo said was that your message helps your church to grow. It is so true. It's so true. It's so true. Why did people follow Jesus Christ? They said, we have not heard any man speak after this sort. Eh? When he finished his sermon on the mount, Matthew 5 to 7, the Bible says, and after he has finished with all this, the people were astonished. For he taught them as one which had authority and not as the scribe. One day Jesus was preaching and there was a woman standing by. You know, women are very, you know, quiet. They don't like to make a lot of noise. You know, you know. But the woman couldn't hold herself. Suddenly she shouted and said, blessed are the paps that you sang. The breast that you sang. Wonderful. Pastors, listen. There are Three very important reasons why people come to your church. Number one, number one is your message. Ask your church members why they are in your church. They'll say, We like your preaching. That's the way they say, We like your preaching. That's their way of saying the message has an effect on them. your message to become better. Some of you, when you preach, there are no windows, no stories, no illustrations. You see, we can't see through the message. Windows are there to allow light into the building so that we can see. When you start, you are on one one wavelength. Then you put in shout for the Lord. Now when they shout, you know you are anointed. Shouting is not equal to anointing. You don't have stories. You don't have examples. You don't have anything. You understand it? That will help the people to understand them. Because you don't read. You don't read.
You don't read. There are revelations in a book for you. In Daniel chapter 9 or 10, eh, Daniel embarked on a fast to cry unto God for him to fulfill his prophecy that Jeremiah had made that after 70 years, God will visit them by reading the books. Hallelujah. A book is going to tell you a minister that ministers in nations to people of different tongues, different languages, and before kings. Hallelujah. So at this conference, I suggest to you take a book, which means buy a book and eat it, and you'll be blessed. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon. Opus is a college main gate. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His present service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.